as I read this text from Ezekiel this week, I was drawn to the theme of waiting, and yet hoping seems a little too early. We still have two weeks to Easter. The world is still holding its breath and feeling the trauma of this pandemic. And I found this poem by T.S. Eliot, in which he says, I said to my soul, be still and wait without hope. For hope would be hope for the wrong thing. Wait without love, for love would be love of the wrong thing. There is yet faith, but the faith and the love and the hope are all in the waiting. Wait without thought, for you are not ready for thought. So the darkness shall be the light, and the stillness the dancing. Whisper of running streams and winter lightning. The wild thyme unseen and the wild strawberry, the laughter in the garden echoed ecstasy, not lost, not lost, but requiring pointing to the agony of death and birth. And God took Ezekiel and Ezekiel said, God set me in the middle of a valley and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. This text of Ezekiel is written to the people of Israel after a time of exile and defeat. And this morning, I just want to focus on these first four verses. In verse 1 and 2, Ezekiel stands with God, silent, noticing, looking at the valley of dry bones. After a time of exile, after brutal defeat, there was for the people of Israel a deep, tragic, massive loss. People had lost everything familiar. They had lost those they had loved. The bones were all that were left. Isn't it ironic to talk about exile and for many of us to be exiled in our own homes, in our own neighborhoods? And we are watching dry bones pile up, our economy, jobs, livelihoods, relationships, emotional struggles, physical health. We are watching the news and asking ourselves, what can we do? I don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know who's going to be impacted. We don't know if it's going to be us or someone we love. Day by day, there is different information, charts going up and down and over, and a multitude of emotions as we process it all. And so, can we say with T.S. Eliot, I said to my soul, be still and wait without hope, for hope would be hope for the wrong thing. Wait without love, for love would be love of the wrong thing. There is yet faith, but the faith and the love and the hope are all in the waiting. Wait without thought, for you are not ready for thought. As I look at all of this news and everything that's happening, I'm not sure I'm ready for a thought. I'm not sure I'm ready always for action. It comes to me day by day as things are revealed, but I don't feel like I know fully how to make a response. 
And I imagine many of you are there too. We don't know what to hope for or what to love or even what to think. As an introvert, part of me loves the quieter pace of this crazy time in our history. But as someone who loves the world and people, I mourn the loss of life and livelihood. I anticipate losses that I don't even know how to grieve yet. And it's absolutely fine to be in that place, to wait without hope or love or thought. What a bold statement T.S. Eliot says when he says, the faith and the love and the hope are all in the waiting. Can we trust that in our waiting, in our not knowing, in our not yet responding where we are struggling to respond, that faith, love, and hope are held there for us as we look at the field of dry bones with God? In the waiting, in the silence, in the pause, is an invitation to trust. I imagine God and Ezekiel standing there looking in silence at that pile of dry bones for a good long time. And then God breaks the silence. He asks me, Ezekiel said, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, God, only you know that. It could be a you know that, God, you know it can live, or it could be, you know, God, because I don't know anymore. And God says to Ezekiel, prophesy over these bones. Writer Rebecca Wright notes that God asked Ezekiel to prophesy because Ezekiel was a prophet. If Ezekiel was a baker, God may have asked him to bake bread. If Ezekiel was a philanthropist, God may have asked him to be generous. If Ezekiel was a father, God may have asked him to make dinner for his children and to help them with their homework. If Ezekiel was a medical researcher, God may have asked him to work on testing. God asked Ezekiel to prophesy because Ezekiel was a prophet. And as most of us are a little stuck, not knowing what to do, we can begin with what we can give and what we do know how to do. If there are people who are working for us and if we have the means to pay them, we can do our best to keep them employed and working. If we can afford to, afford to order food from a restaurant, we can order from local restaurants as we have capacity. If we have know of someone who is isolated or lonely, we can call or send an email or a letter or figure out how to get them the supplies they need. This week, several people from our congregation baked chocolate chip cookies for a family from all five preschool who may not have enough to eat. Others collected paper bags so that the Padua Food Kitchen can safely distribute food to their clients. Those of you who are on Portola Valley Forum can join the PB Cares group that is responding to needs in our town. San Mateo Cares is offering accounting response and we'll be talking more about that in the coming weeks. And of course, for all of us, we can stay at home as we can. We can risk a little boredom and flatten the curve of infection. God invited the prophet to prophesy and God invites you to do and be you. 
and then, and then. Ezekiel has the most miraculous visions. Bones come together, sinews form, muscles develop, and skin stretches, stretches over it all, and breath comes back into the bones that were beyond dead. And so, says T.S. Eliot, the darkness shall be the light, and the stillness the dancing. Easter is still two weeks away, and most of the world is standing in silence, looking at dry bones and wondering what kind of future is ahead. It's okay to be silent too. It's okay to wait without hope for now. And I hope you will listen. Listen for the voice asking you to do what you do, to be who you are, to care for those in your circle. And know that God's spirit will meet you there to take you further. We will get to the hope, we will get to the rising, and we will get to Easter.